Hey, welcome to Skilling It. It's been a minute. This is episode 16, Building Better Relationships, specifically showing up. This is going to be the final episode of this season. We'll talk a little bit about that at the end, but this is Skilling It. On this podcast, we discuss social-emotional skills and practical self-care ideas with a biblical basis and current research. Together, we can become the unique and amazing people God intended us to be. I'm Dr. Chris Wilson, your host. So we're talking again about building better relationships, and I have a Bible verse for you. It comes from Proverbs 18.24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother or sister. I had to throw that in. So I hope you've been doing well. Um, Let's talk about some things about building better relationships. First of all, let's, we're going to discuss elements of a good relationship. How do you know it is one? We're going to talk about benefits, some clear benefits of good relationships. And then if you're struggling in this area with relationships or showing up, we're going to talk about that, okay? Uh, remember, it's been a minute, but in episode 15, we talked about impression management, influencing what others think about us. So I hope you guys listened to that and were able to consider if how much you do that, or maybe you were very happy to see you don't do that. Um You know, there's some relevancy right now in showing up for others. And what we have in our culture a little bit is what I would call time poverty, meaning that we're all, not we're all, many of us are stressed for times, for not times, but for time, like having enough time. And what happens in this time poverty sort of a a culture, relationships suffer, Um, there's less time to spend together, less time to nourish relationships. Um, Time poverty produces fatigue, it makes us tired. And guess what? Fatigue produces irritability and many other things. Uh, but if you've ever been stressed trying to get everything done, that you, then you know how that can make you stressed out and irritable. When we're stressed out, all that cortisol is released in our body and it just doesn't make us happy. So let's talk about some of just a couple of things, elements, of a good relationship. Uh, Probably number one, and I wonder if you will agree with me, is trust. Being able to trust another. Trust is a big deal, right? I do trainings on trust. I talk about it in my classes. uh, And people really (laughs) um, struggle with this. So I want you to think for a second, how many people in your life do you really trust? 
to be able to tell them one of your deepest, darkest secrets and know it's not going to go anywhere. Think about that. Another element of a good relationship is reaching out that person that uh, connects with you or you connecting with others, right? Here is a third thing that I think is very important. It's something I'm going to be super honest with that I have struggled with in the past. And so I work on vigorously and that is being non-judgmental. I don't care to be judged and I know others don't care to be judged. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing is sacrifice. What will you sacrifice for your friends? Or what do they sacrifice for you? Will they um, sacrifice time, money, patience, empathy? Um, There are lots of things we could put in there. And then some other kind of general ones are kindness, support, and love. So those are some elements that we would typically see in a good relationship. Research on the benefits of good relationship show that strong relationships alleviate stress in our life. They lower cardiovascular risk. So that's super good news for our hearts. Good relationships and strong relationships are associated with greater mental health. They enhance our self-esteem. And I think if we think about it, we can just see that correlation right there, right? Between the mental health, um, the cardiovascular, and the self-esteem. They promote healthy lifestyle behaviors. And often, we get them from the people that we associate with. If somebody... Uh, and you know what? I am going to give you a perfect example. My good friend Mel, who was on a previous episode, her and I went to school together, and uh, she, I saw some recent pictures of her lately. She looks amazing. And I said to her, What are you doing? And she told me some of the things. One of them was drinking a lot of water, a lot more water than I'm used to drinking. And so, guess what? I'm trying to do. I'm trying to drink a lot of water. Um, Another uh, health benefit of strong relationships is a decrease in loneliness. And that's an obvious correlation. Um, We also heal quickly and and, um, more efficiently. Let's say if we're sick or have had some kind of an accident, uh, there's a greater sense of purpose. And... The final one is longer life. So how can I start to build better relationships, right? Because some of those things that we saw in the research, I really want some of those things, right? So how can I start to build better relationships? First of all, have integrity. Do what you say and say what you do, okay? So have integrity. Be trustworthy. And those two are closely related, right? Show empathy. You guys, empathy takes time, patience, and skill. I can't have empathy if I don't take my time to listen to what it is that you need to get off your chest. Um, 
the patience part is, is, um, you know, not interrupting, not talking about me doing all of that things and skill. It really does take practice. An unskilled person, unless they're just a natural at it, is going to struggle with empathy. So this, that one actually empathy goes into the next one, which is listen, listen more, talk less. That's right out of the Bible. Be kind. Oh, and the final one, kind of what we're talking about today, show up for them, right? So you guys, I'm podcasting about this because I can sometimes be good about this and guess what sometimes I'm not so good um so I have decided that um I am going to work on this if I talk with you about it and I'm gonna have my sister-in-law Linda come and talk about how she does this because she is such a good example to me about showing up. So we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to um, hear from Linda. Hey, Linda. Hi. Oh, you sound so good. You're coming through really Good and clear. So, Linda, um, we today we are talking about building better relationships and specifically showing up. So, I did say that I think that you're really good about showing up. Some of the things we talked about already were elements of a good relationship. We talked about trust, reaching out, not judging others sacrificing, being kind, supportive, and love. We talked about some of the benefits, health benefits, etc. And then how to start building a better relationship, having integrity, being trustworthy, showing empathy, listening, be kind and show up. So thank you, as I just reiterated all of that for anyone who's listening. But um I did let them know that I invited you onto this podcast because I think that you're a really good example of someone who shows up to things. So can you talk about kind of your propensity for, for attending things whenever you can and how that developed in you? Sure. Great. Thanks for inviting me. And um, I wanted to, yeah. Uh, right away, this brings a smile to my face. This is a great topic that I keep in my life and my lifestyle. So that's like great positive. First of all, um, yes. I wanted to I wanted to add to that was that yeah, the topic we're about to discuss in covering showing up. How big is work? First of all, um, so attending activities and family gatherings and services, let's just say, and celebrations of all kinds. Showing up is part of being in your life and prioritizing how you want to attend activities and things that go on in your life. And for me, I just show up. I don't show up always, but I show up as much as possible because that gives me the ability to personally connect with how I want to establish relationships. Yeah, Relationships are all about you making them happen. Yeah. Right. You working on them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and with that, you have to have the effort on your 
because this is your part of the life pushing forward to connect. Yeah, Linda, and that's interesting because a lot of people kind of sit back and sometimes people can sit back and say, well, nobody cares about me. No one's calling me. No one's texting me. What are your thoughts about that? Well, that goes back to the original subject matter. Just show up, whether it be texting, uh, FaceTime, as we do nowadays a lot, or uh, personally one-on-one showing up. Yeah. Um, for for me, with even because of uh, the whole change in environments, and I find it so much in my whole life, personal showing up is for me in so many ways, professionally and personally, the way to go. Yeah. Um, I learned a long time ago when you walk into a room and you know nobody. There's fear. There's there's you know that anxiety. And for yeah. me, someone, someone taught me a long time ago, which, you know, I thought I never could overcome, which I have. You walk into that door, that strange door, that first step and that first hello can open up so much in your life. You can yeah. network and walk away with one friend, one connection and a bit of information that will continue for the rest of your life. And how great and positive is that? Yeah. Yeah. That you kind of answered a question I was going to ask you, which was what advice would you give others? who are struggling either with calendaring or with social anxiety? I think for the first part about calendaring, you know, I currently have a lot of topics on my calendar. I got to look at and become, become very anxious and nervous about and how I'm mm-hmm. going to work them out. So what I've done for me and I've done in the past is prioritize, write down what needs to be done in details as much as you can. What can you change? What can you lessen your load with? What do I need to go to? What do I need to be participating in? And prioritize the best you can because what's going to come out of it end is I did show up. I did what I needed to do. These things were important. And the rest of the stuff, maybe I'll catch up on later or can do another day. Yeah. But I'm, I'm checking off the list. Yeah, I'm that's really showing good, up. Though. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, what about the social anxiety part? Because you kind of a- alluded to that. How do you, you know, what would you tell someone who really does have some anxiety about that moment that they walk into the room? Well, you know, you feel like the spotlight's on you when, you, when you've got to go to a social gathering of any kind. The anxiety mm-hmm. starts to come up. You're nervous. You're sweating. What do I say? What do I do? They're looking at me. Actually, it's the opposite. No one's really looking at you. And and if if they're looking at you, because you're awfully darn cute, you know, um, and so that's how I see it. And um, walk in the door, you know, those few steps of, ooh, who's there? Who's behind that door? What conversations are carry on? What the subject matter is, whether it be a positive, negative, it could be a service Um, or a, a social gathering that you've been invited to. Just show up again. That first step, that first word, a smile on your face will bring up any hello. Even if you're the first one to say hello, it's done. Good. Let's move on. You move on. Yeah. Yeah. I really and like that. It's hard to do that, but it's like probably if you can keep in mind three things, show up, first step to the door and hello. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really good, Linda. I really like that because that, like when you say it like that. <laughs> it sounds so simple who can't do that but 
but you know, some people really do have anxiety. So when you, when you break it down into three simple steps, show up, smile, say hello, like who we can do that, right? Absolutely. It doesn't cost a penny. It's effortless. And it is a valuable, valuable gift. You're expecting to everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that in that brings people to you. Yeah. Um, just think about it. What if you were opposite? The opposite effect is people stay away. There's no yeah. smile. It's a frown. No one wants to approach you. Hey, we're not doing that. We are moving yeah. on. We are going forward. We are processing on. And we're going to have great things come from out of it from, from here to wherever, however it can network with us. Or sometimes you get referrals. Sometimes you get a bit of communications that yeah. just is going to open up another part of your world going forward. It's so, so there's true. a lot of good stuff from there. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked how you talked about opening up your world because we don't, you know, sometimes, sometimes we don't think about it that way. We think about it more as a chore right you know does that make sense they well, the in the thing, moment in yeah. the moment um the only other thing i was going to ask you and i don't know <laughs> if it even uh if it even is a uh applicable to you but um you know i was going to ask you is it ever hard for you and if if it is, how do you get past that? And maybe you already answered that. I don't know. Well, there has been circumstances um, where I find I'm approaching a situation where I have to go attend something or see somebody or do an activity and there's high negativity or anxiety. Oh, yeah, mm. it happens. It's natural. Mm. You know, it's part of life that you've got to get over the hurdle. It's a hard hurdle. It may not be successful. But you try to get through it. And mm -hmm. hopefully your internal person stays positive to not affect or offend or a negative. Mm -hmm. Because when you walk away, even though it's hard, negative, difficult as all, you try to remember, keep the negatives out, the positive going, because maybe it'll turn around a hundred percent and it won't be like you thought it was walking into it. Yeah. That's my hopes and dreams in those kind of really difficult situations. Yeah. Um, and, and I can be totally wrong. Uh, you know, the situation would be totally wrong. And I walked out even worse than when I came again, that's a different scenario situation. And I have to filter it through how many. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Oh my gosh, Linda, you are an inspiration because you're, you're just, you're so good at attending things. And I, I have already said on this podcast earlier that I struggle with that. Is there anything else before we go? Yeah. I wanted to just, you know, kind of say that, you know, most of the things that I really find most important is that, you know, make sure that you're doing this for yourself and what you do going forward on those kind of situations. Keep the spirit, the soul, positive you know that's what really helps me and breathe do a breathing exercise before you attempt any kind of social gatherings that in itself is great um, yes and i'm the kind of person I like to see people one-on-one -on -one and touch i'm a touching person that's not always the best but some of those little techniques gets me going and i'm good with my one-on-ones to know that that's why i show up 
That's why my relationships are good. That's where I keep the positives because I show up, whether it be, if I can't show up in person, Mm -hmm. I'll do a text or a nice gesture of thinking about you today or a little gift or a card. Those continued working relationship skills is what I try to keep at all times. And I'm showing up. Yeah, I love it. You are a shower upper, my friend. (laughs) Thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. And I really hope that, uh, you know, people can get some good positive stuff from this and, um, you know, keep smiling, keep that smile going. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Oh my goodness. Can you see why I love her? She's so good. And she just has this, uh, she really does have this knack for, um, you know, not just being a hostess, but for being present for people. And that is a big deal. Um, so we're going to finish up this podcast. First of all, you guys, I'm not going to go without telling you what's in it for me. Um, there are more benefits to having really good relationships. One is being more like Jesus. He had great relationships. You can create better self-esteem, really a selfless nature because you're showing up and being there for others. Um, some humility goes along with that. And then a wellspring of friends to rely on when times get tough, right? So you guys, some solutions, um, make a commitment to show up. So we heard from Linda, three things like show up, A, B, smile, C, say hello. Even I can do that. I know I can do that. Um, so we're talking about making a commitment to show up, step out of your comfort zone. Uh, I understand social anxiety. I totally get it. Um, but, uh, and it takes more for people with social anxiety to show up. So, so try, see if you can just show up, smile. I love the smile part. And then of course say hello. Number two, assess your trustworthiness and empathy levels. Make changes as needed. So that's super important. Like how trustworthy am I and, and how, where's my empathy, right? Um, so your practice for the week, I want you to pick a solution that's comfortable for you to work on. One would be show up to one new thing, right? Again, we're getting out of that comfort zone. Two, if you already have numerous commitments, choose one thing to show up to and practice mindful listening. Oh my gosh. Let me remind you the steps in mindful listening. When you're listening, make the listening your single point of focus. You are not multitasking. Um, Don't consider your responses. Just listen. Listen openly, non-judgmentally. Practice that deep listening. And uh, take, you know, think about their perspective instead of just your own. And then if there is opportunity for you to speak, speak with awareness. Pause before speaking. Monitor your thoughts. Consider the effects of your words. And allow the 
other time to respond. And so, so far we've talked about showing up to one new thing. If you already have a bunch of commitments, uh, think about that mindful listening and then begin to create, the, this is the third thing, begin to create a greater margin of time for people. So uh, this includes making time to be with or speak with people, laying down what you're doing when someone calls. This is one of my worst areas. Just, you know, I've got this, this, you know, look at my to-do list. No, somebody calls, you put that to the side. Scheduling time to get together with folks and being flexible when someone is need is in need, which is closely related to the laying down what you're doing when someone calls. So there's some things for you to think about, whether it is showing up to someone to somewhere new or practicing that mindful listening, or creating margin in your day so you do have time when somebody really needs you. You guys, the best quote of this week, there's only one thing more precious than our time, and that's who we spend it with. That is from Leo Christopher. Um, I am going to podcast pause for a while, at least until fall, so I can get myself ready for fall and get caught up on some stuff. I hope you come back. Um, this podcast is distributed on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Podcast, and Overcast. Finally, I want to say to you, if this podcast resonated with you, please share it with someone you love. Also, you can leave a a rating. I'd love a five-star rating, but I also love honesty. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. I'm thankful for you taking the time to listen today. I'm done. And you're skilling it.